0: Welcome back to Trade Up with TJ, talking all things health, wealth, business and lifestyle for tradies. Got a great guest on today, Sammy Childs. How are you, brother? Good,
1: mate. Good to see you. Good to talk to you.
0: No, love it, mate. Love, lovely to have you down. Thanks for driving. Oh, Appreciate sorry, it. Mate. At least hopefully the weather holds out and we're
1: oh, that's horrible, mate. not raining halfway
0: through <laughs> and hear the rain noise pissing down on us. Now, let's just dive in. We'll go straight into the nitty gritty and a bit has been a big year for yourself, you would say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, two big transformations for yourself mentally and physically probably. Yeah. Um, and we'll just dive into those and overcoming them and pushing through them. So let's just run through even from wind it back probably nearly, say, a couple of years of when you are probably not lost, but like trying to find yourself overcoming these back injuries and everything that's probably sustained you and held you back for a long time and yeah. just give us a rundown of how all that's worked.
1: Yeah, 100%. Well, over time, I guess from concreting and like pushing myself to the limits, with fitness and the likes, um, yeah, the back obviously gave way earlier this year. Um, I was pushing it a bit, probably a bit too hard at the time, and um, I was probably in one of the best mental states I'd been in at the start of this year. Um, I think late last year I decided I'd turn it around a bit. I was stuck in the the same loop that a lot of tradies find themselves in, of like going through the week, battling through the week, and then getting to the weekend and just like blowing all your money, partying like Friday through Saturday and then Sunday you're just recovering and then, you know, Monday, Tuesday is a bit of a battle as well and then you, you run it all over again. So I thought, uh, you know, what, like this year we'll tackle it, we'll go, go after it and I, I did that for sort of two or three months and then, yeah, I had like pretty bad back injury which kept me out of work for about a week. I couldn't walk too much and... Um, And then once I kind of got back into work, it was kind of just like slowly grinding through it, but I couldn't really train or do anything. And I kind of let that impact my mental health a lot. Um, Obviously when you can't train, you got to still keep your mind in check and other things in check, but I didn't. I kind of just let it all go to shit and thought that, you know, like I'll just rest and do nothing and that'll, you know, make it feel better but it end up getting a lot worse yeah yeah
0: even saying that at the start like going through that motion of being every sort of tradie how we go through the week battle through the week get to the weekend and just want to have a bender and blow out our money what caused you to probably get into that at the start
1: oh i think it's just your environment you're in um oh like from even like work everyone at work kind of that's the kind of culture you get around tradies and like being a part of a local footy club that's also like the culture drinking um you know after games everything you're expected to hang around drink hanging out with everyone so that's the kind of culture you're surrounded yourself with um and you know it's hard to push back against that and say no because like when you do like if you say you're not drinking like they'll look at you like you know you're an alien but um yeah, it's it's hard to, I guess, bite that bullet and put it out there that you don't want to do that anymore, but yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then what made you get to the start of the year and go, like, I'm getting out of this? Like, what made you snap and go, this is not me?
1: I think it's in the past, like, I've been on and off. Um, you know, you go through periods. I went through periods, like, two or three months where you'd, you know, be locked in doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, and then... You get to the like end of a period, and you think, "Oh, I'll celebrate a little bit," and the the wheels kind of fall off, and you you get off that um, straight and narrow track that you're on, and then it kind of goes back into old habits, and you're kind of chopping and changing all year, and then yeah, last year, pretty much the whole year, I fuck, I rarely found myself in the gym. Um, yeah, every weekend I was kind of just drinking or whatever, um, and then. Eventually got to a point where, because I always loved training, um, getting in the gym and stuff like that, but when I realised that I wasn't doing it anymore, because um, I think that was, didn't play footy this year, but I played footy last year. So when I was playing footy, I wasn't going to the gym because I did it a couple nights a week, but then I kind of just got lazy and dropped off it while I was playing footy, and then when the footy season ended, I didn't get back into the routine of getting back into gym, so kind of fell off a bit there. And then through the Christmas period, I just decided, you know what, like January or I think it was late Jan, start of Feb, I set up like a pretty hectic fitness program to go after. And I said, yeah, you know what, I'll just change it up. It needs to change and it needs to change for, for like good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty crazy to realise like you've always had it instilled in you, but to take that next leap to go... I'm going down this path. If someone yep. follows, they follow. If they don't, they don't. 100%. That's the mentality you probably had.
1: Yeah, because you can, you can get lost in it where you, like, as I said, you're going back and forth, back and forth. And I I, I was sick of doing that. I was like, if I want to change, I want to make change for good. And yep. I'm still happy to, you know, drink now and then when I, when I choose to, but I don't want it to be like something that I'm just doing every week out of boredom and, like, forcing it. Um, yep. If there's something to celebrate... You know, I'm happy to. I do still enjoy that. But, yeah, I don't want to be relying on it. I want it to just be something that I get to choose yeah, yep. when I want to, yeah.
0: Yeah, yep, for sure. And realising that now and looking back and reflecting that little bit on that journey that you've overcome, what has that sort of made you know that's really what you want to do?
1: Probably the growth I've seen, like, as a person, really. I've never... Until this year, like dived into like improving relationships with like family, friends, like my girlfriend. But um, yeah, doing the work that um, we've done in like set the standard. Going on the personal retreat, you dive a bit deeper. I've always done personal development um, and stuff of the likes, but I've never done like working on relationships. And I realized how closed I w- <clears throat> closed off I was from my family, my friends. I've always been someone who just shuts off doesn't you know show too much emotion and it reflects into like your relationships um where you know you might not tell people something and then they don't know what's going on in your life they think you're closing off from them you don't want to spend time with them etc and um yeah that's probably been the biggest impact just yeah really diving into those relationships not being scared to like tell people you love them tell people how you feel about them um what needs to change. Yeah, not being scared to let people know, I guess, how it really is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you believe that's probably something that probably being in the construction industry for a while is not really, it's frowned upon, you could say, in a way, and like doing that now, how have you, how do you come across those, conversa- when you come across those conversations with people that are uncomfortable in that situation, how yeah. have you managed that?
1: Yeah, I think when you bring it up at work or people are talking about it, especially like the older the older generation, they kind of blow it off. It's like, oh, this generation's like soft and weak and like they're not as hard as they used to be. But I mean, their generation suffers the most, I guess, from like mental health. There's a lot of suicides with the, the older boys who, you know, quit work and then they don't have any purpose. Yeah. But I think it's not talked about at work, but if you find when you do bring it up or you do have those harder conversations at work, they tend to like accept it and open up to it a lot more like as, as much as you'd think they wouldn't if you do bring it up they're a lot more open than you'd think so yeah it's all about just kind of diving into it and I guess not being scared to speak your mind yeah it certainly helps
0: yeah no that's good and then even diving back into that back injury a little bit how is that like obviously it probably is it something that's always been there like that little niggle that just never goes away or did it just pop up or
1: yeah because over time always have periods like maybe a week maybe two weeks where it'd be really sore and then it'd come back to normal again and like I've always worked pretty hard like I work flat out for the day probably like too hard at some times like digging you just going hell for leather, not <laughs> thinking about how it's <laughs> affecting your body. Um, but yeah, this time the niggle just stayed for like months and months and months, slowly got worse to the point where like, like it's impacting everything in your life. Like my work's my work got worse because obviously you can't do as much. You're trying, to, you're trying to manage it. You're not trying to hurt it as much. So not just as working as hard, but you're not doing as much at work. Um, and then obviously you're bringing that home, you're angry at work, frustrated because you can't do that. And I'm coming home and you don't have that outlet of like, fuck I can go, go for a big run or smash a hard workout and like, just like blow off a bit of steam. You, like I didn't have that, you get home and then it's like reflecting badly on your missus like cause you don't want to talk to her. I'm just sitting there all closed off and frustrated and you're not opening up to anyone. And yep. you're kind of just, yeah, letting it boil up within yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. So realising that as well. And how did you overcome that to get to that point where you realised, was it when you had those two months off? Or like, as you said, you rested for a while. Or like, what yep. made you want to go fuck? Like, I actually need to fix this yeah. um, and change as well. Like, what where I, was that point?
1: Yeah, I think for the first couple months of it, I thought I'll just do nothing and hopefully like, It'll heal itself and get better, um, which was definitely the wrong option. But I thought it was the right option at the time. Yeah. And yeah. like rest is always good, but I use that as a bit of an outlet to do nothing. Like I could have, you know, done, done all the things I knew I should have done, Like like strength, mobility, like stretching, like building up my core around my back, all stuff that requires like no strength really. It's all just doing that tight muscle type of things. slowly build it up and gain that strength back to get into stuff but yeah i avoided that i didn't want to do any of the like stretching or anything that people were recommending to me just got lazy and thought you know i'll just wait till like it heals itself and then i can like dive back in and do hard shit again but (laughs) took me a couple of months to realize that wasn't going to happen yeah and i had to actually put in the work every day um and then i did that for a few months and like it slowly just got better to the point where like I didn't didn't have to think about it anymore. Like yeah. getting up in the morning and putting the socks on used to be pretty rough for me, like not being able to bend over and then getting in the car, like you just feel like you're about eighty years old and it's horrible, but uh nah, it's it's a slow grind, especially with something like a back. It's so temperamental and everything hurts it. And you can't just rest because, I mean, sitting on the couch, if you sit on the couch for four hours, your fucking, your back's going to be pretty sore. Yeah. yeah. Rather than just like standing up, staying active and keeping it moving. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: What like little things and tips and tricks for anyone listening who does have a frigging fucked back? Yeah. Like, can you do? Like, was it the little, like it's those simple things?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think you got to be open to trying a lot of different things. I mean, a couple of weeks... Like, I tried to take as much advice I could off people around me that I knew knew their stuff, like a couple of mates that were physios, like personal trainers, stuff like that. Um, You take bits and pieces here and there and try and put the pieces together, try and build like a bit of a program for yourself. But yeah, it's just, with something like a back, it's hard because every person you go to they'll they'll tell you something different they'll tell you you need to do something different and like it probably all all works and it all like benefits you but yeah you just got to do what feels good for you i guess and yeah the main thing i'd say is just don't don't just go back to resting don't stop everything and think oh this is the time where i have to like cut everything out because (coughs) when i did that you know Everything else went to shit. My nutrition went to shit. You start eating bad foods because, you yeah, I'm not working out. It doesn't, doesn't matter anyways. But, yeah, yep. it trickles on throughout other aspects of your life. Yeah, for sure.
0: And even, like, mentioning there where you mentioned nutrition and that, like, how do you go – everyone as a tradie always says, fucking haven't got time, this and that. And, like, yeah. probably being around concreters, sometimes they fucking don't give a fuck what they eat and <laughs> everyone doesn't at times, yeah. like eating servo pies and that kind of stuff. How have you managed that as well? Probably yeah. – like and especially like pouring concrete early mornings and you fucking you can't just stop and have something to eat while the concrete's yeah. getting bored like nah. how have you managed that as well
1: yeah that's probably been the hardest thing i've struggled with this year definitely it's yeah. been like eating because like I, I hate cooking i don't like preparing food <laughs> or anything like that so that's that's always been the hardest thing for me i've known what to eat and i do like like eating those foods but it was always just like preparation and the same thing like if I was going out drinking on a Saturday night and then I'd feel shit ass all Sunday. Like I'm not going to meal prep on a Sunday then for the week and get ready for the week. Um, and yeah, my nutrition <laughs> went to absolute shit just because I wasn't preparing. Yep. you got to prepare. Um, and yeah, I, because I was struggling with it so much, I ended up getting like a coach. Yep. Um, Joey from the group, he... Um, Hooked up with him, and he like sorted me out a nutrition plan and just getting like a solid guide for it. I knew what I needed to get, and then I just needed to block out, you know, a couple of hours on a Sunday to actually prepare the food and yep. everything. And it made made the, the week so much easier. I mean, you're eating good foods every day at work that fill you up. You've got your meals for the day; you don't have to go buy it or prep it or anything. It's just there, ready, and you, you end up feeling way better. You you don't realize how much, I guess, good food makes you feel yep. you're just eating you know tuck shop food and <laughs> a couple of dimmies and potato cakes for lunch or whatever whatever you get from <laughs> the local <laughs> shop but you yep. no, you do feel way better and it, it um it certainly makes a massive impact but it's yeah, it's probably one of the harder things i've, I've had to do yeah
0: yeah especially yeah trying to schedule it around and work out the right time to eat and when to eat and what to eat and yeah xyz 100 percent Yeah, that's crazy to think like you've just been able to eventually work around all those obstacles to really know probably your purpose and your why of what you want to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like diving into the relationship side of things and like that struggle with your partner and like getting through those things as well. How is that like opening up to your loved ones and those around you? How'd that go at the start with like sort of coming to your missus or something and bringing up like a hard conversation?
1: Yeah. Oh, as well still to this day I hate hate doing it yeah yeah <laughs> I hate bringing it up but um, nah, she's awesome it's, when, I, when I do bring it up like that like you'd think it's gonna go down shit as but when you do open up to them especially if I'm if I'm struggling and I need some help and I do let her know like the feedback that you get straight away is like ridiculous like you get instant support you know you might not want to ask for help but when you do like they go above and beyond and just like like, stuff you wouldn't expect, because if you didn't ask for it, you're not going to get it, and that's yeah. something you obviously learn. You've got to ask for things and communicate real clearly, which I've been fucking horrible at. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the worst communicator going around. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's so important to have those conversations, I guess. And if you're yeah. feeling frustrated about something or there's something that you want to talk about, um, bringing it up is so important, because... If you don't, you know, you let it fester, um, then they think you're just frustrated and angry at them, and then it just goes back and forth till it either just, you know, capitulates and you end the relationship because you're not working on it, or yep. yeah, you got to you got to do the hard work.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, and that's what they say. I think even like reflecting that, saying the hard conversations are the same. I hate having them, but I think there's like a scientific fact. They say every hard conversation only lasts for eight seconds. Which is pretty crazy. It's not long at all. <laughs> yeah, <that's> it? <laughs> yeah. It's like we, we put it, play so much mind games in our head, thinking, oh, this is going to blow up. This is going to yeah. be crazy. And then, as you said, you get rewarded with so much help and yeah. being able to get through it. And then it, creating that and bringing up those hard conversations as well as obviously with a bit of your slogan, express your struggle for yeah. the elevate the clothing label you created. Yeah. Um, what made you then go down that path to create that clothing label? as you saying, having those hard conversations and bringing that up. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, like, I'm not someone who's struggled with too much mental health in the past, but, yep. I mean, a lot of people around me have, and I've been, like, front-row seat witness to it. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted to help people um, get better and get better through, you know, improving their lifestyles, whether it be, like, fitness, health, um, what, whatever aspect of their life it is. Um, Yeah, building working on that and the overflow effect that that has into mental health so i've always been someone who's used fitness and like pushing my body to the limits as like a way to i guess combat mental health and be in a good state of mind and that's something that i've always been proud of um being able to do that and you know it's reflected throughout a couple of friends family um and, like, it works, obviously. Like, you, that's where you start with your fitness and your health. Um, and then from there, you, like, it's a knock-on effect to have good mental health if, if you've, you've got your health and all that in check. So, yeah, I started – we started that brand at the start of the year with my brother. Um, and, yeah, it's been awesome. We just want to promote um, pretty much just working on yourselves and bettering yourselves um, yep. because – like we know firsthand through doing that, um, taking care of yourself, how it can have an effect on your mental health. And it's, yeah, it's quite positive. And the, yeah, the community we've built so far is really awesome. Everyone's yep. loving the message and um, yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And then mentioning there as well and saying like working on your fitness and your physical health in that aspect, what are the, you've sort of back in the day, it's probably always been that 75 hard challenge going through that. Like, has that always been something you've pushed yourself to want to do? Yeah well?
1: Yeah Yeah definitely I'd, I'd always um, You know Listen to podcasts and I think I think I was 19 or 18 At the time When I was First did 75 hard Um And you know Like none of my mates Had even heard of it Or Like None of them even knew Like anything about Personal development Or doing shit like that So when I Came out at 19 And said I was like Not going to be drinking For Sort of three months And like doing two workouts a day and shit, they like, kind of looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like this guy's out of his mind. But um, <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty good. I worked around it. Um, you know, it was, I'd still go out and hang out with me friends. Some nights I'd, you know, find myself getting home like two in the morning and then doing a workout outside, like going for a run or something. But no, it was a, it was a good teaching period at the time, especially being that young. Yeah. Um, like pushing yourself like that. It was really beneficial. Um, Obviously still went back to shit after that and <laughs> had the periods of back and forward, but no, nah, it was it was an awesome yep. learning period and definitely something that worked out well.
0: Yeah, start of something great, obviously, yeah, where you are now. And then even like doing seventy five hard and then the the next little topic, running in the crocs. <laughs> 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 Don't own a pair of runners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah <No, laughs> actually only Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Ended up throwing out me runners probably <laughs> a couple of months ago, <laughs> much to the dismay of a lot of people. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got. I think I got – I always loved wearing Crocs as a kid and then kind of everyone stopped wearing them because you get severely bullied for wearing them. But they've come back into into fashion at the moment and um, start, I started wearing them everywhere and then got to a point where I didn't want to put on the running shoes anymore. <laughs> they were a bit tired of my feet, so I just whacked on the Crocs when I was running – Along the sand dunes and stuff like that, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know. Find them really comfortable, and they they're good to run in.
0: Yeah. Do you put them in the race mode? Put the back strap up. Yeah, or, you got to yeah. have
1: the strap on. Yeah. If you don't have the strap on, and you're in a bit of strife there, but yeah, yeah put the um, strap on, and uh, got some new Croc headlights for Christmas. So <laughs> how good's <laughs> we'll that? Be, um, Cracking them out in the mornings. Now, yeah,
0: yeah, a few late night runs, early morning runs in the yeah, dark, at least to see where you're going. Yeah, not getting yeah.
1: reported, but no, they're good.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. And what, like, as funny as it sounds, like doing that, do you find that harder, or is it just like you're just literally comfortable in them running?
1: No, nah, I actually find it quite comfortable. Um, yeah. I was recommended a book probably a couple months ago to read by one of the boys, and he, he said to read it. it was like it was about these Mexican runners, and they just run in these. Tiny, like, little flip-flop type things, just little leather sandals. And that's all they run in. Like, it's just, like, literally, like, the thickness of, like, a car tyre rubber. And they run in them and, like, they run ultra-marathons all the time and they seem to have no problem with injury and stuff that the modern people do with the shoes. They've got, like, really high elevation in them. Um, and, you, yeah, I always had really bad ankles and knees and stuff from from running in shoes. Um, and yeah, I don't know, just thought I'd give the Crocs a try. I was the closest thing to these sandals that I'd heard about. And um, yeah, it just worked out all right. I haven't had um, an injury in them since. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've What's the longest I've, run in them? Um, I've done, I did a 10, 10K the other day in them, which yeah. was um, just pretty good. Um, yeah, you actually feel pretty good in them. Um, it gives my foot a bit more bit more play a bit more room to move in them um the only shit things when you're running on dirt tracks near the near the beach and you get rocks in them and you know you're running for fucking 20 meters trying to <laughs> kick a rock out of them but <laughs> apart from that it's good but yeah yeah gotta have the socks on as well
0: yeah, we've yeah. gotta have the socks no blisters yet nah, no blisters
1: yet yeah that's crazy isn't
0: it on. like to think running in them and it's just working for you. Like, yeah, it runs different. Like, as you said, the modern-day technology with all the shoes and that these days, as you said, the elevation and the yeah. cushioning is re- pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it definitely um, helps for speed. Like, obviously, those shoes are good for running faster and times like that if you want to really get, like, PBs and stuff like that. But, yeah, the more long-distance type of stuff now, uh, the like, because there's, there's literally no research or studies towards... All this new technology for shoes coming out. So yep. I guess the flatter the sole on a running shoe, the better. And there's a lot out there that do that. But yeah, a lot of people love the barefoot running, which I don't think I'd ever do. No, nah, couldn't, I nah. couldn't go the barefoot, I nah. reckon. I'll, I'll take the Crocs. Though. <laughs> yeah. They give you a good ground feel yeah. as much as you can. How
0: do you go with the looks on the run? Some people give you some funny looks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, yeah they all look at you pretty strange. I had some little kids yelling at me the other day. <laughs> you you run past people and they're going oh that guy's running in crocs but um (laughs) that's all yeah it works out all Uh, that's so
0: crazy (laughs) and then obviously with the back injury as well and running in the crocs and that kind of stuff and doing those sort of fundamentals do you reckon that's helped
1: um to
0: stabilize the muscles
1: yeah i don't know a lot a big conjecture of things i reckon um i think pushing it so far probably didn't help um I always ran in runners, so I don't, I don't know if that was like a contributing factor, It's probably just a volume of things, but yeah, I didn't really start running in the Crocs till my back was sort of getting better, so yeah, I won't know for certain if it's an ideal option, but <laughs> I'll take it as I can at the moment. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, for sure. That uh, is comfortable.
0: Yeah. Now, a quick one as well, dive back sort of to the start as well, and um, the mental health side of things you mentioned, you never really had it as bad but once you sort of did less it got worse yeah was that just because you're just literally mind numbing and not doing anything and then all you're just stuck in your thoughts you would say
1: yeah I think so I think I'd always had like an outlet for things to kind of keep it at bay or kind of have a wrap on things um over the years like there was always something I was always working out or if I wasn't doing that I was running if I wasn't doing that you know, I was working on other things to do with personal development, but yeah, at the time when, yeah, i, I let it get a bit too much. Um, Cause even like sitting down, laying down was like extremely painful. So I kind of let that just take over and kind of just relax on everything I was doing. Yep. And yeah, it was probably the first time that I've actually noticed, you know, like my mental health declining, like some days are pretty rough. Um, and yeah, just noticing that and going, shit, like I've never felt this before. And, and noticing the importance of, of everything I've been doing and like the things, the tools that you know, you know, you can go back to time and yep. time again that you know they're going to help impact you in a positive way. And
0: yep. Yeah. And then when you got like to get back out of that real dark hole as such, how'd you manage that? Like what made, we've talked about like getting out and you got to the end of that year and you're like, nah, I have to act now. Like yeah. what made you keep working and working and working?
1: I think it was just always in the back of my mind that, like, I wanted to have a lot of impact on people, um, have a big impact myself. I always wanted to, like, do a lot of great things and, like, push myself to the limits, like, whatever it may be. Um, And I think that was always in the back of my head. Maybe, yeah, like, a little form of, I guess... Worried about what people are thinking about me. Always wanting to like be seen as someone who's succeeding and stuff like that. So when, when I might maybe wasn't in a position where I was like succeeding or doing well or in my eyes like pushing myself. When I wasn't, that's probably when yeah my mental health started dis- declining a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And then what like little things did you journal and that kind of stuff to get out of it fully? Like those little first instincts. Like, if someone's in that dark place right now, like, what would you tell them to get out of that that little bit?
1: Yeah, I think I think journaling does help. Um, I never went fully into journaling. I kind of just... I'd kind of do it in my head. Like, I, if I was really struggling at one point or I was getting really inside my head, I'd just, you know, take some time away because when you're feeling like that, it's pretty easy to just, you know, sit on your phone for hours and scroll and just kind of, like, distract yourself a lot. So, yep. I think I hit a point a couple of months ago where... Like, I was doing the same thing, just sitting there on my phone, probably been like, a couple hours, and I was like, fuck, "Fuck!" I really need to get out of this. Yep. Like, I put my phone down for a bit, and I was, like, sitting outside or whatever, just, like, taking it in and just being in my thoughts, like, just, just sitting in them for a bit and understanding them. And, yeah, that's I think that's probably the point. Like, I had the realisation, like, yeah, you just need to... You need to just sit with the emotions you're feeling at the time, because if you don't let yourself actually feel them, you're not going to be able to change them like i was like you're just masking it picking up things like drinking or like scrolling on your phone doing things to distract yourself if you don't actually confront those emotions it's hard to change them or like um pick up things to i guess combat it like like journaling or i picked up meditating a little bit just um being able to sit there and not not necessarily think about anything or anything in particular for a little while was like really good just having that quiet space for sort of 20 to 30 minutes was, like, like really awesome, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to think, like, you've come to that realisation to really know what it is that works for you as well, would you believe?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Even, like, just scrolling on your phone to, you know, distract yourself. Like, I know all the shit I've got to do. Like, there's so much stuff you got to do around the house. You know, you can go do a workout or go do this thing, but you just sit there on your phone. It's just, like, being able to, I guess flip the switch and just like dive into it because as soon as you start doing something then it just it just rolls onto it and it's just that time of being able to i guess shorten that period from when you're falling away from something and then you're being able to notice it and bring yourself back to it yeah because as soon as you go start doing something like you go start cleaning the house or go start doing I don't know, some work on the computer or something productive, as soon as you start that, like, it just rolls on and you end up just smashing out everything that you need to do. And for me, something that even helped was just, like, writing down a list of, of something that I need to do for the day. I'd write a task list. Like, I already knew what I needed to do, obviously, but just writing them in order, like, I need to do this, 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 writing them out and then being able to, like, physically check them off with a pen, like, it's, it makes it so much easier you just got that structured thing in front of you and you can just go after it without just in your head going, Oh yeah, I need to do those things. Like I'll get around to it. Like you never do. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. A physical list sometimes is a lot better than trying to tick it off in yeah, your head definitely. and you got enough going on in your brain at the same days at the same time, yeah. I should say. Um, any other little challenges coming up that you've got in the process? No big croc runs. Not doing a marathon in the crocs yet.
1: I I did plan to do an ultra in the crocs, um, <laughs> so I think I will do that sometime next year. Maybe yep. like a fifty or a seventy k in the crocs or something. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. Hopefully it's not too wet. <laughs> yeah. Don't,
0: we need to put a bit of grip on the bottom of them. Yeah, I
1: reckon might have to <laughs> waterproof them a bit. But um, yeah, no, nah, I do I do plan on doing some bigger runs in the crocs. Yeah. Yeah, I did my first marathon at the start of the year. Um, probably a bit premature, but um, I got through it yeah. just. And, um, yeah, no, that was a pretty big achievement for me. I've never been a good runner. I've always been the slowest at footy and, like, the most unfit bloke. So being able to do that was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah that's amazing, man. That's all right. And even, like, we'll talk about as well, like, learning and understanding all these new things you have learnt, how have you gone, like, keeping on top of them and keeping them implemented
1: i think um planning planning is probably the most important thing with that and blocking out some time to be able to set yourself up for a week because if if i'm not doing the things i know i need to be doing it's because i haven't planned it out or i haven't thought about it properly and put in some structure for it for me structure is like huge so if i if i've got things i know i need to be doing like getting up early, you know, love having cold shower. I don't love it, but it makes you feel good. <laughs> cold showers and stuff in the morning. If I'm not on a Sunday, like blocking it out, what I want to do that week, like hit a cold shower every day, um, you know, do some breath work in the mornings, um, cook breakfast in the mornings or like prep lunch. If I'm not setting it out and actually planning it, I find that, yeah, I don't end up doing it at all.
0: Yep. So planning and then executing what you plan. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's very simple when you should break it down like that and say, yeah. oh, that isn't it? Like you plan it, execute it, and 100%. the rest is history, really. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. And then is there anything major or like anything you'd like to dive into now on the top of your head or any feedback or anything, you could, tips and tricks you could get anyone.
1: Um I think just always leaving yourself open to learning new things. I think a lot of people get stuck in their own ways or their own beliefs about something or a certain thing and they don't want to deviate from that but um i mean if if you always think that something's like a certainty then there's no possibility and you don't open that possibility up for change if you think something's certain um you might have beliefs certain things on stuff that's absolutely fine but just being open to new ideas and new things to come in because like there's so many times where i've thought You know I have a certain aspect of my life down pat and then you might get a coach or you might get someone that's been through a bit more in that in that certain area and then you learn a bit off them and you go shit like I actually knew nothing about that and you learn you open yourself up to like learn a lot more new things and a lot more opportunities to not only like learn new things but like meet new people new connections and might you know, bring out a business deal or like stuff like that. You're just opening yourself up to a lot more stuff if you yeah, don't hold your beliefs as certain or certain values as certain. Just like questioning a lot of things helps a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. And with saying that and opening yourself up as well as you just mentioned there and being open to new opportunities, how have you, like for some people, being in the trade industry, being at a footy club, those sort of things, like you've deviated from the normal... Yep. Like your friendship group has probably changed a lot. Would you say?
1: Yeah, it's yep. definitely got a lot smaller since obviously stop stop playing footy and like obviously leaving school. Your friendship group shrinks a lot more, and um, you know the more different stuff you start doing, you start hanging out with a lot of different people, um, and you keep those friends close to you that you know mean a lot to you and you enjoy hanging out with, and then you end up valuing your time a lot more. You know, when you distance yourself, you realise the things that are important to you, um, the things you like doing, the things you want to spend time on and, yeah, you end up dropping away from those, I guess, time-wasting things that you used to do in the past. Um, and, yeah, your friendship groups definitely get a lot smaller and tighter and, yeah, you do enjoy a lot more of your time.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. How have you managed, like, mentioning the friendship now and changing like into what who you really want to be and true right to right. you and that or probably like stuff that gets said to you that probably shouldn't be said to you, or like those friends that aren't your true friends. Yep. How have you sort of managed that to like let the new friends come in and the old friends just let go of them? Yeah,
1: oh, it's definitely hard, you know, when you do distance yourself or do things that everyone else is not doing. Everyone kind of looks at you in a different light. Um, you know, you, I still have those friends that like they'll always support me throughout whatever I do, they they obviously do different things and have different beliefs, but, you know, anything I do, they, they still don't care, they still support me for it, which is amazing, but, yeah, you do get those those select few that, you know, you probably wouldn't end up hanging out with anymore, but you do learn pretty fast, you know, who you want to spend your time with and who you don't, and by distancing yourself and, like, doing those things, you're able to, I guess, see that a bit quicker, and, yeah. Definitely yeah. opens your eyes up to it a lot more.
0: Yeah. yeah, And valuing your time as well, like learning that and understanding that how your time, obviously, yeah. times of life pretty yeah. much. Like how have you sort of gone, all right, like I don't want to hang around with X, Y, Z, I don't want to do this, my time's worth this, I'm doing this yeah. and being like set in your way. How do you manage that?
1: Yeah, I think setting boundaries for that is like super important, being able to say no. Cause like it's probably one of the hardest things to do. If like you say you're not going to, you know, go out drinking one weekend, and then like Saturday rolls around, and you know your mates say like, "Oh, come out, come out and hang with that, come out and hang with us, or whatever." It's hard saying no, um, like fear of judgment, um, fear of missing out on whatever you used to enjoy. Um, it's definitely hard setting those boundaries and saying no. But um, once once you do it a few times um, and sort of push that on your friendship group, they definitely develop a lot more respect for you and they don't try and pressure you as much. And they don't, I guess, if you set your boundaries really clearly, they, well the select few that, you know, are gonna be around you for a long time, they do end up respecting it. Um, And they'll respect what you're doing. And like, they don't, they're not gonna peer pressure you for anything. Like the the main friends I hang out with now, like if I went out and hang out and said I didn't want to drink, you know, they're fine with that now. Like, I'm, they're fine with me just hanging out like that, whereas other people would, you know, continue to try and press you and say, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you're no fun anymore, like all this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you understand pretty quick the people you don't really want to be keeping your time with.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool to notice that, like, you have that self-awareness to be able to like, this is what I'm doing. Listen yeah. here, like I'm not doing what you want to do. Yeah. I'm doing what like, fuck I want to do. Like you don't have to yeah. follow the crowd, do you?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's super hard. Like that's probably yeah. one of the hardest things to do at the start. Like when you're starting on that journey is doing that because everyone around you um, is not on the same path and they got, you know, different things they want to be doing. So when you're the only person that's kind of branching off on that, it's hard because you got, you got no support or no one with you doing the same thing. Yeah. It does make it really hard, but I mean once you do it a few times, it, it does get easier.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's always going to be lonely at the start of that transition, isn't it? And new friends will come, friends yeah, will stay that you want to stay, is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it's crazy. We'll nearly wrap it up with two dear off. There's nothing else you want to chat about or
1: <laughs> no, nah, nothing that comes to mind. I don't yeah. think yeah. no
0: pretty had a pretty crazy journey, man. Like come overcoming right. that back injury is a big thing obviously. Yeah. Especially and still sticking to the trade yeah. as well. Like you've stuck through it got still in the same trade and obviously it's probably one of the hardest trades especially on your back yeah
1: definitely. um
0: to now as you were even saying before we yeah. even started like now you wake up and you don't even feel it's yeah like you nearly it. forget it's there but yeah. and that is that still like saying that as well um noticing now it's not there how do you keep doing the things so it doesn't come back like do you, some mornings go oh like it feels fine now i don't need to do the exercises or the stretches or, yeah um, is that something you just keep not, like, telling yourself, like, nah, now if I stop, it'll come back?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think for me now, like, exercise, like, I will push myself when I need to, but I think for me now, like, I'm not doing it for, like, aesthetics or, like, looking really good or anything anymore. It's just kind of, like, keeping my body in good shape, you know, like, injury prevention so I can t- continue to work, continue to, like, do all these things. But, yeah, it's just knowing that in the long haul, if I do do these small simple things every day then it's going to make my life so much easier with work and everything else and it's just it's just keeping that at bay really um, and it is hard when you know you start to feel good again and you think oh, I don't have to do it anymore but nah you definitely do
0: yeah yeah, that's when I'll come back and bite you on the yeah, fucking ass 100%. again. Bite you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. No, for sure. Awesome. No, thanks heaps for coming on and great chat. And hopefully, there's a few little right, brain notes in there for everyone to tick Absolutely. down and you just keep doing you and keep crushing it, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank Let's you. go.